All right, we are live. I am Neil Smith, uh, and we're talking about live streaming your church. I've got Aaron Magnuson with us. Aaron, uh, thanks for joining me today. Super happy to uh, to be here uh, under yeah. strange circum circum. <laughs> it, it is it is a really unique moment right now. Um, and Aaron, I'm getting a little bit of a loop. If, if you might have some headphones, no, just a little bit. That might help. Cheers. Is that better? A little bit better. Um, so we're learning uh, and, and live streaming uh, is not perfect. and It's not easy. And so we're going to talk about it today. We're going to talk about the things we've learned. I've been live streaming uh, now for almost 12 years, um, learned a lot in the process and definitely have not perfected it yet. I want to give you some practical tips for you live streaming uh, this Sunday in, in your church. Uh, and those that are listening to the Social Media Church podcast, this is a special podcast that we're recording. So it's raw. It's unedited. Uh, but we feel like this is an important conversation uh, for church leaders to have uh, with the coronavirus and, and everything that's happening and, and a lot of churches uh, needing to not have services physically. But we believe that uh, church uh, can still happen in a very real and a very significant way uh, with live streaming uh, and with the possibilities of live streaming. Uh, I want to share a little bit about my history with live streaming. And, and how I got into this. And then I, I just want to get super practical, Aaron, in, in our conversation and and just talk about how you live stream, how you get people to your live stream, what you do when they're there. Um, and so I started live streaming. It was probably 12 or 13 years ago. I remember uh, a college student coming up to me. I was a college pastor at the time in San Antonio, Texas. And we had about 75 college students that would come to our Monday night event called Segway. And uh, we... Um, Somebody came up to me and they said, hey, uh, you should use this platform called Mogulus uh, and you just connect your handy cam to your computer and you push go live. And we tested it. And sure enough, <laughs> we connected our handy cam, our Sony handy cam to our to my Mac and uh, and push go live. And we said, hey, everybody, here's the domain. Update your MySpace, update your Facebook. I mean, this is back in the day. Yeah. Um, and here's the domain. It was like mogulus.com slash seven, two, four, two, you know, like terrible domain. We had, we had over 500 people that joined us for that first live stream. And it was like, wow, there is something to this, uh, that anyone anywhere uh, could be a part of our college service ended up doing it at big church or online church.com. And, and now I, I feel like the majority of what I do is help ministries utilize new technologies like live streaming. Uh, the reality is it's not, that new it's it's been around for many years but it i would say it's easier than ever and it's easier than ever for your church uh, to have a, a a great live stream experience even if you had never have never live streamed before so we're going to talk about for the pros uh that are having to do this for the beginners probably especially for the beginners uh and those that are kind of intermediate in this Aaron, what's your experience at the live streaming world yeah uh I, I have two differences, which I think I think is going to be really helpful, Nils, for this for the conversation that we're having today, particularly for the leaders that we're talking to. Before I got in my role here at One and All, all uh, we live stream seven services every week, um, for them being live, two of them being simulated live. Uh, I worked at a church in Oregon uh, in a school with crappy crappy internet. Happened to be a dead. Zone. Uh, as well for cell service. So that was a struggle every single week. A church of 300, we met in a middle school and uh, that church, the, Gro the Grove, you can follow them, follow them on Instagram at Albany, Albany Grove. Uh, they stream their services every weekend now to Facebook. Um, and so 
as you're listening to the end of this, don't yourself out, out, no matter what church you have, have, no matter, uh, where you are, no matter how much equipment and how good that equipment is, uh, it doesn't really matter. And I love it that we're live streaming, streaming right here on, on StreamYard, uh, because, because StreamYard is a, is a relatively new thing that Nils turned me on to, uh, that is, the easy, easiest way to stream, I think I've, I've ever seen, uh, and they do a great, a great job. It's reliable. Uh, I mean, there's a reason that we're live streaming on StreamYard right now. Um, but my experience with it, if it on both of those, those ends on large scale, uh, you know, between between five and six down on a weekend to, uh, a church of 300 and both of those, uh, sides of the spectrum have an opportunity, unity, um, if you're not gathering together on weekend to do, to do something and I actually say this. We uh we lived in a part of Oregon that doesn't get snow, but purely we do get do get snow and it shuts shuts the whole sound. Like there's just just you can't drive in it, and, and a lot of times there's freezing rain. Like like we're just not equipped, and so it shuts our whole city down. Well, this happened one year year uh, this was like three or years ago ago where we really, uh in the in the winter in December actually had to can- cancel one of our services. But I use the term cancel loosely because we actually made a way where uh, um of the staff uh we had a, a staff of about three or four people we each were able to put together a service through live streaming uh different parts of the to the service act happened in different different people's house houses uh i remember i did like a little announcement section um from my home office uh and we had we had worship and, and teaching happened uh uh in else's house uh, but we kind of Frankenstein this thing together. And so even if you're not cre- creating something within, within your space, you have an opportunity to live a service that's Franken together. And it was one of the most powerful services that we had um, because people experienced church church way and, and they, most importantly, still got to experience church. So uh, I think the big, biggest thing is where this conversation goes and as practical as we get, don't rule yourself out, self out as, well, I can't do that, do that because you certainly certainly can. Nils, I'm what, what some of the, the questions are, are that you've gotten, uh, maybe thoughts on that, uh, piggybacking, talk more about StreamYard or whatever. I I can't hear you, but I don't know if that's true of our audience. I, I, I muted myself. Perfect. Okay. Uh, okay. Aaron, if you have some headphones, if you could put those on, because we're getting a loop. Um, yeah. And- so I, I muted myself and kind of confirmed that it wasn't on my end. And I think this is actually a perfect example of what happens uh, when you are live streaming. Um, and so some of the complications uh, that that happens and how uh, how you need to adjust to them because it's live uh, and you can't stop that. And so it's uh, there's there's just stuff that comes with it. Um, and so, Aaron, I honestly wasn't paying attention to a whole lot because I was trying to figure out the loop. Nice. No uh, but but I, but I want to talk about I, I've gotten a lot of questions of, you know, uh, Greg Smith uh, from Brenham, Texas. That's actually my dad uh, asked, how how do you do communion? You know, for churches that do communion yeah. every week, I want to talk about that. Um, some other questions I've gotten is uh, what what kind of equipment do you use? What kind of platform uh, should you use? And so I want to talk about the technical side first, uh, and then I want to get into some of the challenges that people have, some of the, the, you know, how, how do we do communion? Uh, what do you do? How do you, how do you get people there? So kind of technology, marketing, uh, ministry, how does this all work? Uh, and I want to do this efficiently too, uh, to yep. maximize, 
your time. Um, and so I continue to hear, I just actually got, I've gotten probably three updates today of events uh, that have been canceled uh, that I was going to be a part of YouTube here in New York uh, has, has shut down uh, their offices. I was going to go to the YouTube studio next week. And um, so anyways, it's, it's wild. Uh, a lot of things that are happening and I expect a, a lot of uh, churches and uh, you know, to, to be, to need to close their doors. And that's already happening some, but probably more and more, uh, but but I obviously believe that this technology is going to allow you to connect in a very real and tangible way uh, with your congregation. So first step with the technology, I, I think there's a few different things uh, that you can use. If you're just getting started, I'm using a platform called StreamYard right here. I love StreamYard. And, and those of you who watched my other live streams, you've heard me uh, go on and on about StreamYard. I love that you can, you have a lot of customization. You can see if you're watching right now that I made myself big and Aaron small or uh, you can add, you know, where you put a, a slide over it or, you know, we put a banner that it's going to pop a banner up here. Um, and so you can put a banner that goes up and you can have a little ticker uh, on the bottom uh, where, where you can follow uh, and have messages that show or, t- or turn that off. And so there's a lot of functionality uh, that can give you kind of a, a pro feel. Um, and, and honestly, it's there's a f- basic platform that's free. And then you can take the branding off for like $17 a month. And so it's it's a great platform. I think I pay $45 a month so I can send it up to five platforms all at once. And so right now I'm live streaming on my Facebook page, on Periscope or my tw- on Twitter, on LinkedIn and, and on YouTube and on the social media church Facebook page. And so there are uh, so many places that you can uh you know, live stream and, uh, and, and, and get your content out there. And so you don't have to own, you know, a, a you know, great website to do it. Uh, you can start by using a platform like StreamYard. The other two, two, two platforms that I hear a lot about uh, are StreamMonkey. Um, a lot of churches use very stable. They use the Akamai uh, backend, um, you know, so, so it gives you a lot of stability and they, they're uh, Christian guys uh, that I've met uh, several times in the past. And so, uh, yeah, it's uh, they're, they're good guys to work with. So I, I definitely uh, encourage you to check out uh, Stream Monkey if you're looking for more of a pro solution. And then I would say that kind of in between uh, those two uh, is Vimeo. Now, Vimeo is a pro. It's going to be very solid. Uh, but Vimeo is also a very simple platform. Um, and so I've done a lot of live streaming with Vimeo in the past. Vimeo acquired Livestream.com which was, is the biggest provider of uh, live streaming. So, and that's, that's what acquired Mogulus originally when I, when I first started live streaming uh, 12 years ago. And so Vimeo is a good tool too, because you can actually have a chat. They have their own chat functionality that you can use. You can embed it very easily, the video and the chat into your website. Uh, and then the other platform uh, that a lot of churches used is, is the church online platform. So Life Church. Uh, has made that available to everyone for free. It's an incredible platform. Uh, it's pretty easy to set up. And so uh, don't worry if you don't have uh, everything you need or feel like you have everything you need uh, from a graphic standpoint. It's the, the basic platform, even without custom graphics, is, is really functional. Um, and so you do have to apply for that. And uh, they, they're usually pretty fast turnaround. I imagine a lot of churches are applying uh, today, but... Um, you don't hesitate uh, to try to jump in and set up a church online platform, even if you're not sure if you're going to use it. Uh, I, I think that's a, a really great solution because it allows you to, you know, play your video there. It allows you to have a chat wall there to put your sermon notes on there. And it, it's built for church online. 
Um, and so I, I think that's a great place to start. Um, and, and then where do you distribute? Uh, and I would say there's two primary places that I, w- I would look to distribute, and that's Facebook and YouTube. Now, now Facebook is probably where more people in your church are engaged uh, and at, and, and YouTube is is where more and more people are consuming video uh, on a regular basis. It's a little harder for people to find your video on YouTube, uh, but the experience is going to be better. And a lot of people are now watching YouTube on their television. You know, the best experience that people are going to have from a consumption standpoint with your church services, which is longer form video content uh, is on their television, you know, so sitting on their couch as a family uh, watching the television uh, is going to be much more convenient than just holding up this one device. And this one device is harder uh, for community, for people to be doing it uh, together. So when you think about the live stream experience, the easier you can get it onto a television, the better. Now they can live stream your Facebook to a television as well. Uh, it's easier to find YouTube on a television. Uh, it's e- easier to, to engage Facebook on a mobile device. What I found as well is the average stream on Facebook is less than a minute. The average stream on YouTube that I've seen is is typically uh, in the double digits on minutes. Uh, and so uh, in a lot of, I was just looking at a church's stats recently and over 30 minutes at average view time. So it's a very significant platform uh, for longer form video uh, consumption. And so I highly uh, recommend those two platforms. And then you can also push it out to Twitter Um but or or your website where it's a more owned platform or, or your app. Uh, but I would push it out to where people are with Facebook and YouTube. Facebook also makes it very shareable. So it's very easy uh, to share it. And so this is actually a great opportunity for people to easily invite people to their church. And so thinking through how uh, you can create that experience for people to uh, come to your church and uh, live stream your services in uh, the most optimal way. Uh, Aaron, are you back? Back. Yep. I, I do apologize for that. Uh, but it was a great stretch of listening to the expert talk about expert things. So, and, and you're still looping. I don't, I don't know how to fix that's, this. That's really weird. Uh, yeah, I'm going to pop you out for a minute. Um, so we're going to keep going here. Uh, and if you have comments, uh, feel free to pop those in. I can see the comments coming in from YouTube. I'm not seeing them from the other platforms, but I appreciate everyone who, who is watching. Um, I'm going to move to, uh, so, so how do you, uh, best get people to your church online experience? Uh, what I want to look at there is, is, is really, what are your communication strategies? So what, what are, you know, it's not just putting it on Facebook, but use your email list, uh, tell everyone go here and have a primary place. And so I wouldn't just say we're going to be on Facebook or YouTube or wherever you want to watch. I would say we're going to be live streaming on Facebook this weekend. We want you to go there. Now, some people just prefer YouTube and so it could be there or we're going to be live streaming on this church online platform. Here's the link. You want to go here. You want to share this with your friends. Help us get the word out. Uh, So make sure you clearly communicate it. Make sure you encourage people to share that on social media to let other people know. Uh, and, and get the word out. If you have a, a text message list, text messaging is the most direct form of communication that we have today. Uh, and I would personally text that to people, personally text that to your staff uh, and allow them to invite people in. Uh, Aaron, let's try this again. Yeah. Uh, How's that better? It is better. It's yeah. Little Probably a little, little. What's that? Yeah, it's, it's like you're in, in a tin can, but uh, that's, yeah. That's very strange. Yeah. For sure, it's not on your. <laughs> it's not <laughs> looping on us. Uh, oh, okay, uh, there you go. 
So Aaron, how do you, how do you, what would you recommend from a marketing standpoint? So when you, in w- with what you do uh, at one and all, how do you promote your, your live streams and how do you get the audience there? Especially like in one and all right now, we were talking earlier, is still having services or planning to this weekend. If you close down, what would you do from a communication standpoint to bring people in? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we just got a message uh, that we're about, we're about to meeting here uh, to go over what we're, do- we're doing this weekend. I do have a gut feeling that we can cancel. Uh, I don't know. And how, and how terrible audio this is. All right. Okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to cut it, cut it off with Aaron. Sorry about that, Aaron. Um, so marketing, get the word out about your live stream, use your email list, uh, use your, uh, SMS list, use social media, uh, and then personally text uh, as many people uh, and create kind of an organic push around this uh, to, to be able to draw people in uh, to your online stream. Let's see, what other questions would you have about live streaming? So once you get them to your platform, so if it's on Facebook uh, or if it's on YouTube or if it's on uh, wherever it is, uh, have have places that that they can respond, and so in your church services, you likely have things like, um, you know, like we're we're going to uh, stand up or sit down, or we're we're going to uh, if you want to accept Christ, maybe come to the front or you fill out this card, and so figure out how what what's the action step, and so if it's on Facebook Live, maybe it's comment, introduce yourself below, uh, welcome each other in the chat instead of shaking hands. Uh, in in the room, um, and so I'm in many ways I'm thinking through if you're just doing it online, and so I think one of the things if you're still having a service but a lot of people are staying home, what I would also do is just encourage the people in the crowd, encourage the people that are in the room and online uh, to to do a different action. So if if you're doing a welcome uh, here, you want to welcome the people online. If you're leading worship in the room, you want to look at the camera and engage and. Say everyone online, uh, join us in worshiping in your home or wherever it is you're watching as well. Uh, and especially for the pastor, the preacher, uh, to communicate directly to the camera. Um, and so I, I think whatever that looks like, be very intentional about the online audience. I think what you don't want to do is pretend like they're not there and you don't want them to feel like a secondary audience. Uh, you want them to feel like uh, they're important. They're a part of this service uh, and, and they're fully engaged in uh, your worship environment. And so uh, in, in your worship experience, I, one of the things that, and I, and I saw a question come in about what camera should we use? What kind of technology should we use? Um, I'm, you know, and, and I think this depends on uh, what kind of experience you want to have. And, and so for some churches, it might be that you have no, no services at all and you literally can just use a webcam. Uh, I think that works great. The reality is, if this is all you have, you have everything you need. Uh, a face of an iPhone would work, uh, would work fine. Aaron, thanks for uh, for trying. Aaron just texted me uh, and apologized. Um, and you know, and I, I've got to repeat this again: of like, this is the reality of live streaming. And I can't remember how many times that we had errors and issues, and people that wanted to be there and we couldn't get it to work for them. Um, the, and I'm going to keep talking about the technology, but I'm talking about some like technical glitches that people get to. Um, and so if, if you're, if you're doing this from home and I think about this, like I'm literally uh, in my, my home office and, and what I, here's the technology I've used. I using a Logitech 930 
camera, which is about $30, $40 on Amazon. And you've got time right now to Amazon Prime it and have it to your church before Sunday. Uh, I use a Blue Yeti. Let me see if I pop it up. Uh, microphone uh, that that is about $150. This is my most expensive uh, technology. And, and honestly, it's the most important for your church. People need to hear you. A lot of times we get caught up in the camera. Uh, it, it's it, the camera is one of the least important things. The the uh, the the audio uh, is the most important. People need to hear you. People need to hear uh, what it is you're trying to bring to them uh, more than they need to see you. But they do need to see you. So you need to have a good camera. But more important to me than the camera is the lighting. And so I'm using these little LED lights. Uh, the the pair of I think these are N E W W E G G. LED lights. I, I can tell you the brand, but just search LED lights on Amazon. These are about a hundred dollars. Uh, they're, they're not, they don't get hot. Uh, they light up well. And so if, if you have a small setup like I have here, does a great job. And then I bought this little white photography backdrop on Amazon uh, for about $50. And so it, and I use that just to, to minimize distraction. Uh, in my camera view so that when when we're doing live streams or I do a lot of video conference calls, there's not a lot of distraction around me. And so when you're having a church service online or worship experience online, uh, th- then you want to minimize distractions and, and you want to create as much uh, engagement with the message that you're happen- having uh, to, to make it as simple as possible for those people to follow along and to engage with you uh, in that experience. So that's the technology I use, uh, you know, and I would say, uh, this would be kind of, that would be kind of a second level. You know, this would be your first level. So get a little tripod for your iPhone uh, and just set that up in the first row of your church service and, and live stream. And then if you have more of a, you, you know, if you've got some good cameras and you're already uh, recording your services, you should be able to take the video feed out of that and the audio feed out of your soundboard uh, and put it right into a switcher or some kind of, you know, uh, adapter into your computer um, and I'll let you just research that. I'm, I'm not going to get into the pro side of this because you probably have that technology already if you have that gear. Uh, but get it into the computer and then choose your streaming platform like Vimeo or um, you know whatever, whatever the uh, the different platforms are uh, that you would want to uh, stream. Monkey is what I was trying to think of there. Uh, and then push it out and, and get it out onto uh, the the church online platform wherever it is that you're trying to drive people to. So. That's a technology uh, over overhaul. I'm, I want to be clear. I'm not a video guy. I'm not a production guy. Uh, but I think that also speaks to, I never have been a video guy. I couldn't tell you the difference between a Sony and a camera, Canon camera. Um, but, but I do value uh, being able to engage people uh, in a quality way. And so I've tried to find some simple things uh, and simple ways to uh, connect and engage people through uh, these social platforms and, uh, and, and, and through video. And so I've been able to figure out this little setup and by asking a lot of friends. And so if you want to imitate me and I, I could see your whole church service being, you could even have one guy in a guitar, uh, you know, with a, with a webcam like this and, and a couple of lights. And I think you can have a pretty good experience. Uh, I've actually helped the church do this in the Middle East, uh, that this is their, their church. And they stream that out to house churches uh, all over the Middle East. And uh, it, it really is uh, the, the opportunity to take your church anywhere. Uh, but we're focused on how you how you support people that cannot come to your church this weekend uh, or are uncomfortable because of the coronavirus virus, and understandably so. And so how you create a great environment for them. Uh, so we've talked about the technology, the, the technology to push it, push it out, uh, how you want to engage people. 
now let's talk about uh, just some of the the tangible practical stuff uh, like music, uh, like communion um, and and even preaching. And so let's, with the music, I, and one thing I want to uh, just communicate about in online services, a lot of times people want to take, especially if they're doing a custom service for online, is do the exact same thing uh, for online that they do in the room. And the reality is to online and that I found through the years is that music just doesn't engage as much online. I think music is, is an important part of your worship experience. Uh, but, but where we might do four or five songs, uh, in a worship service, I might look at doing two or three songs online, if not just one, uh, as, as it is a way for people to prepare their hearts, uh, for the message or to reflect. And I'm part of live streaming. I'm in New York city. Uh, and I've got the siren in the background here. Um, so I apologize for the distraction. Um, but, but I would say, you know, really think about that, that holistic experience of, what do you want the flow to be for online? And if you are live streaming your room, it's going to naturally be the same as what you have in the room. But if you if you are creating a customized experience just for your online, uh, you can uh, you know get a, get a guitar out here or switch spots uh, and have a pastor. Or you could do like what Aaron and I did. I'm, I'm going to put both of us up again on the screen uh, because he's here. Uh, and you could have a side by side. There's all kinds of interesting, fun things that you could do. Uh, to engage people in unique ways uh, with the live stream itself, but being really authentic uh, and connecting with them in a practical way. Um, I'm doing this on the fly, guys. So uh, if there's any questions you have, I could see, especially on YouTube, a lot of the chats coming in. Um, Brian Gilmore uh, has has a great point here. Uh, If you don't have the CCLI streaming license, go get that today. Uh, that that's an important thing. When you put music lyrics on your screen, uh, you have to have a license to do that. And, and, and churches too often violate the law. CCLI has made it really easy uh, for churches to make sure that they're licensed and, and they're doing all the right things uh, from a streaming standpoint. Um, and so, yeah, so so you can you can stream uh, to these platforms to Facebook and YouTube, uh, but make sure you have the legal license uh, that you need uh, to be able to stream and stream the words on your screen. Uh, so that's a great call. So just go to just Google CCLI streaming license CCLI uh, streaming license, and and you'll find the information. and And they have de- different price tiers based on the size of your church. Uh, so. Yeah, make sure you go get that uh, and protect yourself. Uh, Jude, thanks for joining us uh, as well. And, uh, and and I definitely, and I'm doing this because of uh, the, the timing of, of what's going on and, and the number of requests that I'm getting around live streaming. So let's talk about communion though. If your church does communion every Sunday, uh, I, I think it depends on the church. I, I know that uh, the, the Methodist domination, my dad is a, is a Methodist pastor, has actually said, you cannot do communion online. Um, now, when I was at Community Bible Church, and I believe that that was a couple of years ago that I heard that, so they they might have uh, changed that, or they might collectively change that now, uh, because so many churches are going to need to be streaming. Um, and and so in the Methodist Church, you know, a pastor has to bless the sacraments uh, before they're distributed to the congregation, but. Community Bible Church, we had different beliefs around that. And so we literally just said, go get something to represent the body of Christ and the blood of Christ while we take communion together. Um, and, and we would encourage people, if you have crackers, if you have juice, um, find something to represent the body and blood of Christ 
we would do an experience on the camera. We talk about it just like you would do in the service. And then we would simultaneously take communion. And so that that's how we chose to do it. I think you've got to figure that out for your church um, and how you feel about that. I believe it's a powerful thing and communion is a powerful thing and important thing uh, for the church. And, and that's how we uh, chose to do it. The other thing that you could do uh, as an experiment uh, is use a platform like Zoom. Zoom is a video conference platform. And say for those that want to do communion, uh, we can get on a video conference call together and see each other face to face and take communion. And so maybe even have a little communion gathering after church uh, for those that that's valuable to. Uh, and, and you'd rather be collectively face to face while doing communion and see each other and talk to each other and experience it in that way rather than just on a screen uh, and, and through a text chat. So that that's my thoughts on communion. I would love anyone else's thoughts or concerns or challenges as you go into this weekend. I want you to be prepared. I don't want you to be hesitant about uh, live streaming, uh, and I want you to be fully ready. Uh, and, and as I share too, that you can do it on the phone and, and that I use, I, I recommend a platform like StreamYard. Uh, StreamYard has to be done from a desktop to be clear or a laptop computer. Um, and then if you want to go from a mobile device, you could literally just go into your Facebook app, uh, and I'm going to do it right now. On, on the post part, there's a, there's a little button here. Uh, right there, you can see where it says just live. So from my phone, I could just hit go live and I'm literally a second away from being live on Facebook. Uh, it really is that easy. YouTube is the same way. Um, and so uh, you could just get the YouTube app and be streaming right from the YouTube app. Now you can't stream to both platforms at the same time doing it that way. Uh, that's why you need a platform like StreamYard. Uh, but it's likely that you don't even want to that, that just, you want to just be on Facebook or just on YouTube. Um, so there's the different paths in getting it out there. If you have any questions, uh, don't hesitate to reach out to me. Uh, I'm going to be releasing a, a course or I'm working on something today. Uh, and so I don't know what it's going to be. The final product of it is going to be, um, but I will announce it because I, I want to resource the church best I can. I jumped on this live stream because I felt like it was important to, get as much out quickly with these are, you know, kind of unprepared thoughts. Uh, but, but as I've been doing this, I, I wanted to answer as many questions as I could uh, as quickly as I can. Uh, but I'm going to put together a more formal course turnkey uh, to help you prepare uh, because the coronavirus isn't going to disappear tomorrow. And I think this is going to be a challenge and an important opportunity uh, for the church today. Uh, and so I want to resource you. If you go to socialmedia.church, uh, and sign up for our email list. I will make sure that everyone on that email list is the first to know about uh, this resource that I create with Dunham and Company. Uh, so Dunham and Company is uh, the, the the organization that I work for and work with. Uh, we serve Christian ministries uh, to help ministries do more ministry. Uh, that's ex that's exactly what we do. We do marketing and fundraising uh, is, is our uh, is the core to what we do. Um, and so we're here to serve the church. Um, and so we're going to do that uh, by creating a course and a training. Um, in, in detail, quality course, in-depth course that is not as uh, quick and on the fly as this one, but it is going to be quick uh, because I know uh, it needs uh, to get out there. And so, uh, yeah, so so go to socialmedia.church, sign up for that. Jude uh, just asked me a question, uh, what equipment would I recommend? And, and for those that are maybe watching um, live, uh, I answered this earlier, and so you can go back and watch that later. But but real quickly, the, the equipment I recommend is is first your iPhone. If you've got nothing else and you want to do it quickly, your iPhone is all you need. Um, let me actually see if I have a tripod in here. 
Yeah, so I'll show you a couple of my toys here before we wrap up. Here we go. This is a better solution. Uh, but here's a couple of options uh, that you can use. This is just a little a little stand that I use. I, I keep this on my desk uh, so I can see my phone uh, when I'm sitting here working. Uh, and, and it would easily just hold my phone if you wanted to even go uh, horizontal with it or if you wanted to go vertical with it. This would work in many ways like a tripod. Uh, and so that's one option. Uh, the other here is a, a little handheld uh, tripod. Uh, slash selfie stick. And so you just literally clip your phone in here. Trent Dunham is calling me, by the way. Um, <laughs> I don't want to accidentally answer it um, and have Trent join the live stream. So you would just clip it in there and open up the tripod and there's your there's your tripod and you can be live streaming on your phone. Uh, for those that are live streaming just for that, you know, you don't, uh, you're not doing a service in your building. Uh, then, then I would recommend the setup I have because I'm a big fan of it is using a Logitech webcam, about $50 on Amazon, uh, using a blue Yeti microphone or some kind of, uh, you know, USB microphone. I was also just sent, I've got all kinds of little toys here on my desk. Uh, this is another little microphone I got. It's a F I F I N E, uh, microphone. This is about $20 on Amazon. I, I, they sent it to me for free and I, I've been testing it. Uh, it doesn't work for multiple people very well, but it does for just one person. So if it's just me and you're looking for an even less expensive uh, solution. So this is a good $20 option. Uh, this is about $150. Um, so get a USB microphone and then make sure you maybe you even sit by a window to get good lighting, uh, get good lighting. Uh, and then the other is using if you already have a couple cameras or a good camera uh, and using the sound from your soundboard. Uh, that in, in your, in your worship center or sanctuary, you can use that as well. So, uh, that's the key tool, uh, tools that I've used, uh, and used to, uh, to get the live stream out here. Here's the last thing I want to say about this is when, when you're live streaming, um, it don't, I, I would say a couple of things, enjoy the uniqueness of it, lean into the uniqueness of it. Don't pretend if you're just having a live stream service that, uh, sorry, we have to live stream. Don't apologize. Uh, for live streaming, be excited that you have this moment, you have this opportunity to engage. Thank God we live in this day that we can all still gather, uh, celebrate that and lean into that and have some fun with it. Uh, and, and then I would say, just make sure to be very intentional uh, to to look at the camera, be very intentional to engage the audience. And so don't just pretend like, I guess there's a camera on me, uh, but, but really, you know, you're talking to those people uh, together. Uh, and while they're not sitting in, in a room in front of you, they are uh, gathering in their homes or gathering wherever it is that they are as a family. And so connect with them as personally as you can, appreciate the opportunity. And, and I would say lean into the evangelistic opportunity of this day is when people are sitting in your pews, the next time they can invite a friend is sometime in the next week. And then hopefully they'll get in their cars and they'll come to your service building. At this point, they're one click away from sharing this uh, with all of their friends and inviting maybe 10 people at a time. Encourage people to share this. This is the easiest way, time and moment for people to share your church with their friends and family. Uh, take advantage of that moment. Use that. Encourage them to do that. Encourage them to invite friends beforehand. Encourage them at the beginning of your service to hit that share button uh, or click share to text message a friend. Uh, but this is a great invitation opportunity uh, for people to join your church. Uh, take advantage of that moment. If you have any questions, reach out to me at Nils Smith uh, on all of the social handles. Let me throw up 
uh, this is one of the, here's the, here's the social media.church link. Go sign up for that email uh, to get updated on the upcoming resource uh, that I'm going to be releasing and then follow me on social media or send me a DM. Uh, and I will answer as many questions like as I can on Instagram stories or wherever it is I can. Appreciate you guys watching this live stream. We will talk to you soon.